brand cigarettes, the mildest, smoothest brand of smoking tobacco in the land, brings you Hidden Harbor Mysteries. As the world plunges deeper into costly, bloody war, the home front of America has become a battleground of greed and corruption. Sinister forces are at work in the city of Hidden Harbor. A bold few dare to challenge the grip of that underworld, but only one, a supernatural force known to the underworld as the Femme Phantom, has managed to strike fear into their blackened hearts. Will her mysterious powers be enough to overcome the perverted Mr. Greenstreet or the ruthless Mistress Penumbra? We'll find out in a moment, but first... Friends, we'd like to invite you to become an Eagle Brand Ambassador of Taste. The smoothest, richest brand in the land is something to be shared with friends. Why let your friends smoke the bitter, acrid tobacco of other cigarettes when you can offer them the healthier, cleaner, and more satisfying alternative? Every box of Eagle cigarettes is packed with flavor enough to share. So when you see a chum looking to bum a smoke, don't turn up your nose. Turn his nose on to Eagle Brand. Eagle Brand is proud to bring you tonight's chapter of Hidden Harbor Mysteries, entitled The Burning Truth. When we left our heroine, Barbara Wilson was caught in a deep, recuperative trance and experiencing visions of a hidden harbor in flames. Her spirit guide's lesson to balance her crusade on crime with the fuel of both body and mind is fresh on Barbara's mind as she falls through the sky above her beloved city and into darkness. When she opens her eyes, Barbara expects to see the comfort of her own room in Wilson Manor. Instead, she witnesses a scene out of the newsreels of Europe's shattered cities in vivid, living color. The air is choked with smoke and ash from still-smoldering fires within the ruins of once stately buildings. The roads, once teeming with traffic, are littered with burned and wrecked automobiles. Standing in the middle of it, Barbara Wilson realizes, to her horror, that this is her home. Hidden Harbor. Chimneys. It's horrible. Heaven has happened in the Orient and in Europe. So told may have It is foretold. Master Sun, what happened? I am not your master, child. Who are you? I am the song of dreaded Malsut. Look upon my works and despair. You're behind this destruction? This, child, is a purging by fire, the end of your decadent empire. It was corrupt, rotten within, a great tree with dead roots, simple to topple with a simple... I think what you see as dead is merely sleeping. Just like your master, ignoring the inevitable with a happy fantasy, 
I must admit, I admire your courage, training under Fan's son. Surrender now, child. I would be happy to count you among my brides. Charming. Sorry to disappoint you, but I am an independent kind of gal. Pity. Then you have no place in this world, except as a rat among the ruins. What is that? Someone in the dust cloud? <laughs> have you met my champion? She grows restless waiting to test her skills against yours, to prove my ways are more powerful than those of Fan's son. I see nothing but smoke and a sword, a shape, nothing more. Who is she? She was born of ash and fire, swift like fire over straw, strong and terrifying as a midnight storm at sea. She lives at the shadow's edge, waiting for you. Born of the ash cloud blanketing the city, a figure takes shape. Beyond its feminine form, there is no hint of its true identity. In its raised right arm, it carries a long, black-bladed sword. As licks of smoke trail behind, it advances in a pointed attack on our hero. Its arm is strong as the shadowy figure strikes again and again, deliberately looking for weak areas in the Femme Phantom's defense. Struggling, our hero falls back to give herself more room, but the shadow is swift, closing the distance and moving gracefully side to side, giving not a single moment to think. <laughs> the battle continues as our hero is forced further back until her back is against a pile of crumbling stones. With one swift strike, the Femme Phantom Sword is lost. And a second later, the shadow's blade finds our heroine's heart. Now comes the final lesson, child. Attend and remember well. <laughs> With the blade pinning our hero to the stone, a worried figure of Master Fan Sun appears. Master, you've come. Forgive me. I failed you. No, no, my child. You have never faced Malzut, the darkness of the Orient. His apprentices are his from birth, even if they come to him unaware. One of his students was seduced by his methods and proved a worthy apprentice to carry on his quest to destroy order in the world just as you have proven worthy to maintain light and order. Marzut was my own destruction. He beat you? No. My shame is greater than mere defeat. My hope is that you may rise where I fell. Stand as my champion and defeat that of my old adversary. For if you do not, this burning world will be all that remains. Cannot. Breathe, Master. Among the many experiences of our song is death. You must embrace it and understand it. Death will not be a foreign or frightening concept to you. But I don't want to die, Master. You must if you are to fully understand life. 
All songs end. Some end abruptly and unfinished. Others with a triumphant flourish. And others with a bittersweet fade into silence. My nemesis was wise not to show you the face of your enemy. You would learn her song and defeat her. No, you must find her and stop her before she does the same to you. I am cold, master. I am fading. Please, help me. I am helping you, dear. I am helping you at the end of all things. With you until you fully understand. How? How can I beat my enemies if I am dead? Please help me. Save me. Hush now, child, and listen. As your body fails and your mind darkens to matters of this world, remember that you are a spirit of light. More than your knowledge or means. Easy now. The time comes soon. Sinister forces are infesting the city. Agents of the dark forces have come to do what they could never accomplish in larger towns. Hidden harbors corruption makes it useful to those who would see the nation fall. They would make slaves of the young and make them pile the corpses of their countrymen along the roads as a warning to those allowed to live. This is the end, my beloved student. Remember it. Soon, the familiar surroundings of her own bedroom come into focus as Barbara throws off her sheets and sits up to a familiar, luxurious chamber of silks and soft pillows. <coughs> Barbara, what is it? Wake up! Uh, 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 You're safe. Uh, alive! Yes, I can see that. Good. The city. Buildings outside my windows. No bodies in the streets. Easy there. Slowly. What are you talking about, Barbara? Cat, thank God you're safe. The others, where are they? Working. Look, I'm so glad you're okay. What's this in my arm? An IV. You were extremely dehydrated. Casper took care of you. You've been out for 14 hours. Good Lord, I've... I've lost so much time. I... We rebooked your appointments. Everyone understands you were upset by the robbery and needed time to recover. Everything's under control. But the trail of the gang, Rathborn. What's happened? I did some snooping. I compiled the police reports and got the names of the gang members they could identify. All of them came from the same orphanage. The one we sponsored. I talked to Father Castle this morning. There were three women in that gang as well. All of them recent parolees from women's prison. Armed robbery and assault, mainly. I see. 
Did Father Castle remember where he put them to work when they left the orphanage? Some went into the service, others went into homeland defense. Your boy Rathborn and two others went to work for Al Renee Industries. Is that important? Perhaps. It's a shame. They all probably had nowhere else to go but to whomever set them up, the poor souls. Hard to throw off a bad streak when no one but other criminals will give you a break. Yes, ma'am. So, how do you feel? Now that the room has stopped spinning, I'm starving. I'll ring Foster to have breakfast ready downstairs and get this needle out of your arm. Um, what is it, Kath, dear? Perhaps a quick dip in the bath is in order as well. <laughs> yes. I think that is quite wise, my dear Kat. Refreshed, Barbara Wilson prepares to make up lost time. Between sips of tea and bites of egg and toast, Barbara studies the Daily Harbor, hoping to find a clue as to the origins of their attackers. Her moment of reflection is broken as Cat Sparrow returns and heads for the console radio in the corner. Miss Wilson, you have to hear this. It's that society columnist you had at the fundraiser. Oh, no. Lacey Linderman... The woman is an unrepentant sycophant. That means relentless brown noser, Cat. Good morning, Barbara. You're looking much better. Good morning to you, Casper. Thank you for your kind attentions. Miss Wilson, she's been on all the radio stations in Hidden Harbor. She's on WFIX now. We were all held at gunpoint by ruthless thugs intent on taking anything they could carry out. I was standing next to Hidden Harbor's least eligible bachelor, Edwin Foster, as he looked on helplessly as the object of his affection and hostess for the evening, Barbara Wilson, was menaced by the worst of them all, an ugly, ugly man with bad teeth and leering devil's eyes. Suddenly, the lights went out. We thought we were all going to die, but no. Suddenly, a bright light, soft and beautiful like the light of heaven, filled the room with a bluish hue, and I could see, yes, an angel in flowing white robes floating down from the ceiling. She spoke to the thieves and put the fear of God into their hearts, and they fled. She saved our lives. I swear to you, angels are real, and they've come to save Hidden Harbor from the darkness. We will see her again. In our darkest hour, we will see this ghost. Turn it off, Cat. A little hyperbole with my morning tea goes a long again. way. Mark my words. So much for staying in urban legend. You want Cat to set you up time with the press so you can spread your wings for them? <laughs> Not yet, Casper. The best and brightest of Hidden Harbor are already backpedaling. Look at the newspaper. No respectable banker is going to admit to seeing angels. Deputy Mayor Paulson is calling it Russian gas that makes people hallucinate. Director Winston claims it was part of a light show triggered when someone cut the main power. Men try so hard to rationalize what they want to believe. Or not believe. Russian gas? That doesn't even make sense. Makes more sense than an angel from heaven. And yet there you are, sipping tea and reading your own press clippings. <laughs> we need to get some information about this club penumbra. What's that? 
my visions. Standing in the middle of a ruined hidden harbor, there was only one building left untouched. The Elrune building in Midtown. My sensei told me that my enemies hide at the shadow's edge, not quite in darkness, but well concealed. I recall some of the men we dealt with mentioning a mistress penumbra, and as you know, a penumbra is part of the shadow's edge. You sure your dream wasn't influenced by the word? These are not dreams, Casper. These are visions. I live those moments in the spirit plane. Uh-huh. Take me dancing there sometime and I'll believe it. So you think this Mistress Penumbra is in the Alronade building? I could sneak over and take a look. No. You draw too much attention and you need to lay low until we can finalize your new identity. Cat, are you still in the good graces of that private detective you dated? Horn, I think his name is? Sure. Nothing wrong with him but the need to break dates for paying jobs. You want me to ring him up? Something like that. I'll need to make sure he's as useful as you've suggested. I think we need someone on our team who isn't used to laying low. Before we do, I've got to pay a visit to an... Barbara, turn the news on. It's a disaster. What is it, Foster? A fire at Father Castle's orphanage. Children are trapped inside. In an unexpected twist, the lives of our heroes are cast in an unexpected direction. A fire at the orphanage. Coincidence? Or another thread in the wicked web being woven by Mistress Penumbra? What awaits for our heroes inside the Alrune building in Midtown, said to be the secret hideout of the mysterious Mistress Penumbra? What of the missing Russian spy? What is this nefarious plot that threatens to bring down Hidden Harbor, America, and perhaps even the world? Tune in again Monday as we continue Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Hidden Harbor Mysteries is a production of WDOX Radio in New York. Eagle Brand Cigarettes invites you to read the exciting adventures of the Femme Phantom in the pages of Rhodes and Jones Magazine on sale now across the downtown area at finer tobacconist shops and newsstands. Featuring a pin-up section with tonight's star, Samantha Eubanks. Next up, the news on WDOX AM Radio. Hidden Harbor Mysteries Chapter 5, The Burning Truth, was written by Jay Smith and produced by Brian Lincoln. With Dave Robison as the narrator, Veronica Jaguer as Barbara Wilson, Laura Nicole as Cat Sparrow, James Baxter Patton as Casper Dixon, Rish Outfield as Malzut, Johnny Feisty as Foster, Renee Chambliss as Lacey Linderman, Pat Crane as Fan Sun, and John Lincoln as the Brooklyn announcer. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons No Derivatives 4.0 license. Closing music is Here We Go Again for the First Time by Juicy Melon Jim. This has been a Brian Lincoln production. <laughs>